0: Y'all, 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 <laughs> I need to tell you something. Did you know? Did you know that flies pollinate? Flies. Yeah, the annoying ones at the barbecues and chat or just the ones that just literally seem like they want to eat your face and invade your space? They pollinate. The f- I'm Fee, and thank you for tuning into the Kind of Kenny Clouds podcast, the podcast that keeps Arby's in business and the podcast that drinks Dr. Pepper. <laughs> thank you for your patience while I get this show to be its smoothest and sexiest satisfactory performance leveled pod all right okay i'm i'm trying to get the pod together y'all it's it's there's some things still um but it's spooky season though spooky season working from home To me, there's there's been too much of a conversation about this over different platforms. But working from home, to me, makes so much more sense in my mind. And I can't understand how in a capitalistic society, corporations don't even understand that. Okay? So, okay, so people consume more and support business more because they're saving money from commuting. Okay, so that's one of the aspects of working from home. People are consuming more and supporting business more because they're saving money from commuting and also from excess of food purchases and if we want to get real deep the repairs that would come from like the wear and tear of committing you know like the tiring. the tires um oil changes doing less miles and unbeknown to corporations they save money too with all that that's going on like okay you get a major tax write-off on the building purchases but you can flip that shit and a different type of work building an environment would allow you to just have that for a different purpose like But then again, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm giving corporations too much credit (laughs) to (laughs) consider humanity, to consider the people that work for them. Maybe I'm lending too much intellectual capacity. I think what's really bewildering is if there are employees who want to show up at the building, let them why the fuck can't there be options in society this is one of those subject matters where it's like okay there to me is no right answer you done you don't purchase the buildings for the corporation for the job some people want to show up great others don't wonderful Why can't there be options in society? I don't understand, but then again, I do understand because actually, and quite simply, pure wickedness is at stake. Corporations have plenty of money, space, and time to do whatever the hell they wanna do, but they choose to be just be evil and wicked and want people to suffer because some something in their um, mechanics, the mechanical, the mechanics of corporation involves being wicked. That's the only thing I can think of because I'm I'm like every time I think of the fact that working from home is probably one of the better options for the literal overall economy. I'm like, okay, so what was the point? And then don't get me please don't get me started on the quiet quitting thing. The let's let me not get if you haven't lived under a rock, which I hope you haven't, you've heard about the quiet quote unquote quitting definition of basically just working under the confines of the description. That you were assigned when you got your job i I have so much to say about it. This isn't the pod for it. This isn't the epi the episode for it, but y'all yeah, just know that the quiet quitting shit is bullshit. The fact that it's named quiet quitting is bullshit, and the fact that but ultimately, my main point is working from home is wonderful and any generation who's jealous that this is an option, they're full of bullshit. Thank y'all. Book of the month. Book of the month for SAP. And SEP is almost over. September. <laughs> September is almost over. So, book of the month for September is Fahrenheit 451. It is by Ray Bradbury. He is an American writer. This is an dystopian novel. Um, it was written or published, I should say, in 1953. So, that's saying something. And... It's kind of hard to give a description of the book. But it's basically about books. And books have been outlawed. And there are people called firemen who burn books that are outlawed. And um, that's all I can say without giving too much. Because I feel like this is one of those books and I... I've always had this philosophy, but this is one of the books like this where the description tells you more than you need to know about the book itself. (laughs) Like It's hard to describe the book because the description of the book is basically giving away so much of the book itself. So just know that Book of the Month... For September, excuse me. My God, what was that? Jesus. Hello. Um. Book of the month for September is Fahrenheit four fifty four fifty one. That's the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast book of the month. Okay, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Ray Bradbury, and. If you listen to the last episode, you'll know that, you know, at the end of the day, books like this that are considered classic, but just books in general, sometimes they feel like they're written a certain way, but in the end, they're still good. And um, yeah, I hope that you will enjoy it how i am and it'll have to be in october when i actually tell you how i feel about the book because i haven't finished it yet i'm almost done and it is a small book i'm almost done but yeah so word of the day is limerence l-i-m-e-r-e-n-c-e it is the state of infatuation or obsession With another person that involves an all-consuming passion and fantasies with a strong desire for reciprocation and relationship. And I have a whole like thing that I wanted to talk about with this. And okay, so. Limerence. The, the. If I were to, you know. With every word, there's a synonym. And if I were to do a synonym for limerence, it would be crush. <laughs> Basically, limerence is crush. If you can think of any crush you ever had in your life, that's limerence. Okay, now that we've said that, let's start with lust. I have this thing where I, I call it lust, limerence, love, right? And I have, this is after a lot of growth, a lot, a lot of thinking, a lot of journaling, a lot of beating myself over up over the head I realized that when we encounter someone that we are attracted to initially and physically we go through the lust, limerence, love thing, right? So lust is literally sexual, period sometime I'm not going to get into it today this lust could be 17 podcast episodes on, on its own. But with lust, it's sexual. You're leading with your body. You're leading with how your body responds to that person. Isn't we don't need to get into the specifics of how your body's responding to that person or why your body is responding to that person. But lust is simply How your body is responding to that person. What I've realized about lust is lust is probably the worst thing you can base a relationship on. And it's the thing that a lot of people base their relationships on. Like, insane. So, lust, a physical. Thing that you should never base anything off of anything on. If you feel lost, that sexual perception of a person, acknowledge it and say, that's wonderful. And then go to bed. The next thing is limerence. That was the word of the day, right? So it's basically a crush on a person. If you've ever realized that moment where you have thought to yourself my god i i wonder how it feels to be with this person i wonder what they're doing and you don't know who the fuck they are that's limerence that's the state of infatuation or obsession with another person that involves an all-consuming passion and fantasies with a strong desire for reciprocation and relationship and guess what again there is no foundation on that, but guess what we do when we have crushes? We say to ourselves, "Wow, I can see a future," and it's like it's interesting because, like, I mean, I as a per, I am a human being that's honest with myself, and I am gonna be honest with y'all, but I've set relationships up on lo- relationships up. On lust. And I've set relationships up. On limerence. The crush that I have for a person. And it's like for what? Now at least with limerence. Because to me lust is the worst. Lust. I'm going to be honest. I ain't trying to get morbid on y'all. But lust is the centerfold of most. Relationship domestic murders. It's lust. Is lust. Limerence at least is still horrifying. It still can lead to murder. Um, I'm so sorry, and that is unfortunate, and I don't mean to get more of it. But at least with limerence, there are parts of the person that you kinda know. Like you can say, you know what? I know they like cheese. I know that's weird, but that's the example I'm giving. And I, what I'm ultimately trying to say is that, like, limerence can give a bit of a glimmer, glamour show into what that person likes more than the other, more than less. But either way, to me, limer- limerence is very unhealthy, it's very weird, it's very psychological, it's very sick. But the thing about limerence that I love is that if you just sit and you deal with it, ultimately there's going to be a point where you're like, okay, that was extra. Like limerence is one of those, like I feel like less you act on, people tend to act on too quickly. And limerence having a crush, you don't act on so quickly. And that's a great thing because if you don't act, It helps. You just sit on it and it is what it be. Okay, now we're getting to love. Here's the wonderful, beautiful part about love. Love does not incorporate lust or limerence. Love is beyond Luster limerence. Love is completely accepting a person or persons place or thing for what and who they are and saying to yourself if this person does not love me back, I will release this person place or thing back into. The world. And I am okay because I love them and I accept them for even what I cannot give them, offer them. You see what I'm saying? Love is on some super deep kind of situation. I feel like a lot of people think that love has to be this extra complicated you know stabbing in the heart type thing and it's like babe love is selfless it's something you're just you're i feel like when you love something someone it is a state of being for you And it is an energy that you beam. But at the end of the day, if it's not reciprocated, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, you're like, you know what? I love that thing. I love that person. Because when you love something, you want it to be what it be. You want it to do what it do. You want them to live how they live. And... That's love. And again, I'm surface definitions, surface explanations. But now, with all due respect and with all that has been said, let's go bite. Looks will always matter to me. Looks will always matter to me. And if ever I become romantically involved with a person in my lifetime again, I want looks to matter to them as well. Physical attraction will always be as important as mental attraction to me. The implication being we're adults who are mature enough to understand that looks and phy- physicalnesses alter through time and age. However, within that normal human evolution, of looks evolving, we remain physically attracted. Because again, there's that love established. But at the end of the day, yes, I need physical attraction. Like I want my person to be physically attracted to me. I've never been a person who's like, Oh, who I you know, I want to I want the person who falls in love with me, quote unquote, to ultimately want um, to, to or not necessarily want, but see what's inside of me, or and vice versa. Uh, uh-uh, uh, babe. Let us both love each other physically, and we move through that. Thank you. The fuck. Crystal stone for the month of September is red jasper. It is again a brick reddish color and associated with the root chakra the root chakra bring being excuse me if i didn't enunciate that properly i am the root chakra is connected to i am and it connects to one stability safety comfort and energy right which makes sense because red jasper is a grounding stone to me by far the best grounding stone on earth um and that earth has to offer to me comma um but understand that your root chakra as you exist as a being is so important in centering yourself on earth sometimes you feel like you ever feel like your brain is all spacing. Like, you feel like, ooh, I'm disassociating. Um, and really, I should explain it more, but I'm not. But, yeah, I'm disassociating or I feel like I'm, you know, feeling out of place or like I'm all over the place. And the root chakras is, is basically saying, hey, I am here. I am now stability safety comfort energy right and so red jasper that particular stone is about you realizing like yeah i am here and i think i said this in the last one i should have at least personally what i like to do with the stone is i like to hold in my hand and sit there i also think that it's a great stone when you're at your job Because, I don't know, the focus, you know, how the environments are now and everything, your job, sometimes you just be all over the place. But it's it's just a good centering tool, a good centering stone, right? And eventually I got to create some kind of place. Or I can, like, say, hey, buy the stone here or something. I don't know. Well. okay. Quote of the day is the fact that someone else loves you doesn't rescue you from the project of loving yourself. And that's, that quote is by Sahaji Koli. Which is, she is a columnist and founder of Brown Girl Therapy, a mental health and wellness community for children of immigrants. And the quote again is, the fact that someone else loves you doesn't rescue you from the project of loving yourself. I want to apologize if she ever in her life, which she probably isn't. But if she ever in her life listens to this spot, I'm so sorry for mispronouncing her name because I'm sure I did that. And but that is the quote for the day. The fact that someone else loves you does not rescue you from the project of loving yourself. Incense of the season finally. I don't know if y'all felt it yet, but we in fall, we in autumn, you know what I'm saying? So we got a new incense and incense for the season is clove. I love clove in general, but clove, the incense is great to burn, to activate intellectual stimulation, to improve focus and memory. It also helps with dispelling negativity and purifying spaces Sacred and or magical. And. I think we can all use that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? As summer has ended and a new season is here. So if you see clove incense, pick it up. Make it a part of your incense collection. In honor of spooky season. Know this. Netflix, Disney Plus, and Tubi. They will be three of your best streaming besties for the spooky season, okay? Hopefully, I wanted to... I haven't done it. I haven't even started, okay? But I wanted to come up with basically like a Netflix to be disney plus list of you know spooky season movies top 10 and then also do a spooky season tv series top 10 but you know we just gotta pray on it because <laughs> there's a lot going on okay but just know that netflix disney plus and to be are the three best um Streaming services for your spooky season needs and desires. All right, so please subscribe and follow the Cotton Candy Clouds podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. I want to more than anything. Thank you so much to all the listeners who have already done all the following and subscribing and liking and favoring and all that shit to everything. And I just want to say thank you Um, and to keep up. And so, also, <laughs> if you're listening, the links and any other mentionables associated with this episode and all the other episodes are on Twitter and Facebook. And you can also follow those social media accounts. You can also email cottoncandycloudpod at gmail if you have any questions or qualms. In the meantime, thank you so much again. I'm Fee. I appreciate you tuning in for today. Song of the day is I Don't Want to Be by Gavin DeGraw.